Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Joy again. Hello. Hello. How's it going? So let's start at the beginning. How did the band form? Me and Sachi knew each other from when we were like in kindergarten, but then we were out of touch for however many years. And I think it was like in the beginning of high school, he like posted a picture of a Jimi Hendrix guitar on Facebook. And I was like, do you want to start a band with me? And he was like, yeah. And then we kind of just like met everyone else as time went on. Met Blake, yeah. Noah, Sean, Will, Tyndall, Scotty. So did you guys have a plan when you started or was it more just like, oh, you play an instrument that we need, you should be in our band? When we started, we like, it was mainly like a recording project. We were just recording on uh, Arthur's like four track tape machine and like bouncing it out to Ableton and we'd upload a song to Bandcamp like every week until we started picking up some steam and decided to start pulling people in to be in the band with us. It was kind of, it kind of was out of necessity at first. So yeah, we just needed someone that was like cool that could kind of play. And it seems like every band's writing process is different. What's it like for you guys? Do you start with a concept or do you start with a melody? Do you start with one person writing everything and everybody else learning it? I feel like we go through different phases, but like right now and kind of how we started was like, we just bring each other songs and kind of finish them together. And like, we're back to that right now. But for a while, we were just kind of writing on our own and then, you know, just throwing them on the records or whatever. Is there one main lyricist then? Uh, Both of us play guitar and sing. We're like, we share the front man role together. It just kind of depends on the song. Like we, like you said, we've been like collaborating more on some newer stuff, but, um, Kind of depends on who like wrote the first part of the song. It's like kind of like the, the, the chorus or whatever. The kind of idea of the song is always dictated by one of us as far as like idea of uh, what the song's like kind of about, you know? Is that nice when you're on stage then you kind of get a, a break? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's fun to be able to break things up that way. Yeah, it's cool. And then we get to share good moments too where we're, you know, we sing together. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Have there ever been times where, like, one of you was sick and the other one had to cover for both of you? Uh, maybe, like, a long time ago. I think I sung one of your songs once for some reason, but was I can't I remember here? why. Yeah, I think you might have not been there, actually. But I can't, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but we've never, we've never done that, like, intentionally. Uh, it'd be a fun experiment, but we haven't yeah. done that in a long time. It would be fun to try sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Do a show where you guys just completely flip-flop? Yeah. yeah. I bet that'd make the the fans be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? There are versions of your song looking out for you online going back six or seven years. Yeah. Why release it now as a new single? I mean, we didn't really re-release it. I guess there's a new like radio mix of it. It's like a strike while the iron's hot thing, you know? Yeah. We were already having some success on TikTok and... You know, the radio called for a different mix of it. So that's how it's going. So did you guys make that mix? Uh, we didn't. We had it mixed by a really talented guy, Mike Crossy. But the original demo I did and I sent to Arthur and he produced it out. Then we re-recorded it with, his, with our friend Caleb. Yeah. And then now there's a new mix of it floating around. Just on radio, though, which is kind of cool. That is cool. I still, I mean, I've heard it, but I haven't. I want to hear it on the radio. Yeah. In my mom's car or something. we have a software where every time a song plays our listeners can rate the song as it plays and your song is getting a 3.86 out of a possible five which is really nice that's awesome i I think i would give my i think i would give my life a 3.86 out of five (laughs) 
so that's okay with me. I mean, it's <laughs> over halfway. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome, though. When it seems to be resonating quickly and really well with people, why do you think that is? I think just the the simple nature of the lyrics, probably. It's a sentiment that kind of everybody has at some point in their love life. Well, maybe because it's not about the pandemic, where a lot of the music lately has been along the same lines of we're all trying to get through this. Yeah. yeah. Isolation, whatever. Boring, boring stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have a pandemic album that will come out eventually? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we've been working on a lot of new stuff right now, but... We didn't really, the first year of the pandemic, we didn't really do much new writing or anything. We all, like, Arthur has a solo project that he's, like, worked on a bunch, and I I do other things, too. So we're kind of just getting back into the swing of recording and writing new stuff. And if you weren't making music, what would you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, I want to take care of animals. I don't, that's like, that's not like what what I would do. That's what I want to do. But, you know, I just have one cat right now, but that's what I would like to do professionally i guess i like my mom always wanted me to be like an engineer an architect but i'm not smart enough for that so maybe in a different uh, in a different universe maybe architect sachi yeah where i where i uh you know passed in high school yeah we do a radiothon every spring where we raise money for local animal shelters and rescues that's awesome have you guys ever rescued pets Actually, really recently, we found a dog outside of our studio that I fostered for a few weeks before finding him his forever home. It was really, it was really sad to give him up, but it, it felt good to do. Sally, yeah, Sally. He's this big, like sixty-four pound. I don't know even what he was. The vet couldn't figure it out either. He was like was some like sort of mutt, butt. but he looked like he almost like maybe had a little bit of Sheba, but he was like huge because he had like the weird curly tail. He was so nice too. Yeah, he's a real sweetie. He's a big cuddle bug. Arthur has a cat, Chubby. Yeah, he's over here. I'm not going to pick him up. Because he's chubby? Yeah, and he's not been doing so well. So I don't like I don't like shaking him around. He used to be chubby, but yeah, he still is chubby, kind of. If you wanted to work with animals, would you do that in like a rescue capacity or more like a veterinarian? Um, I probably won't go to vet school. Just like try and use my resources to make sure animals are comfortable, enjoy themselves, you know? Would you but, take in all kinds of animals? Like, what if somebody had, like, a tarantula? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to hate spiders when I was younger, but then I started trying to pick them up every time I see them. Not every time, because you don't want to uh, obviously mess them up, but I started just picking them up for fun. Now I like spiders. I don't think I would mind. It would be a little probably stressful, because I don't like the idea of, like, little animals in cages that could get out and get lost somewhere and then having to worry about where they are or whatever, but that wouldn't bother me. I like snakes and stuff like that. I've never had the snake, but I'd be, I would have one, you know? I'm picturing you just like surrounded by all kinds of animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. That's like, that is my dream, but only if it makes sense. I'm just one day at a time. You know, I'm not going to rush into that kind of thing. Who are your musical influences? Like Ween. I've been listening to Wilco a lot lately and like a lot of Third Eye Blind lately, weirdly enough for me. Yeah. Like Harry Nelson. Who else have we been listening to in the studio? I'm trying to think. We threw on Frank Zappa like a lot too. Yeah, I had to look at my thing. Yeah, I don't know. Bernie Worrell, Dennis Wilson, uh, Leonard Cohen, Sly and the Family Stone, uh, Shalimar, Shalimar, Corner Shop. It's a lot of a very eclectic mix. Yeah, 
we like just a, we like a bunch of stuff. And there's now there's so many of us too in the band that I couldn't even tell you necessarily what it's like now because we just all have we all have similar but different tastes, you know. And that's going to inspire different parts of different songs and probably the whole day in the studio. Oh yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we we'll we'll find like a goofy song, and then we'll just be stuck on it for a while, and I'll just make our vibe like so manic. Yeah. Like we'll stop speaking in real language to each other, <laughs> and then the whole day's ruined. But those are good days usually. Some days you just have to vibe. Yeah, to keep the morale up. Yeah, where are fans most likely to find you guys? Like Facebook, Instagram, Discord. Do you have a different fan group that you guys work with? There is a Joygen Discord that we don't really spend a ton of time on. But yeah, and we don't manage any part of it, but there is one. We're, we've been trying to be more active on TikTok and uh, Instagram, too. It's tough. We're not, like, always taking photos of ourselves or anything. Most of what we post is just, like, funny things that go on around the studio. And, <laughs> and then with so many people in the band, you kind of have to pick, like, one person who's going to post. Otherwise, it's six dinners a day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we're trying to figure out kind of right now we're doing double post and triple post and deleting people's stuff it's it's a mess <laughs> yeah some of it's just like not funny and we're just like why did you post this <laughs> <laughs> and my last question is what makes your band and your sound so different from the rest of alternative right now i think it's just kind of the way we are as people i think we're weird i don't really know anyone else is like as a little bit as strange as we are in this field of music right now I think we have a lot of fun all the time. I feel like like Philadelphia is a big part of it too. A lot of oh, bands yeah. that like are of our caliber kind of, you know, they move out to LA or New York and get sucked into, you know, doing a lot of the same stuff, but we kind of just have our own little weird incubator over here. Yeah. Sticking to your roots. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're going to check out your song, Looking Out for You, right now on The Resistance. Cool. Thank you so much.